drive it up and welcome to Cars Yeah! Show number 2405. What happens when two car guys get together to create something new? Today we're going to find out. Be prepared to be inspired. This is Cars Yeah! Where you'll enjoy interviews with inspiring automotive enthusiasts. Mark Green is here to provide you with a fuel injection of automotive inspiration. So get in, sit down, buckle up, and get ready for a wild ride here on Cars Yeah! Hello, inspiring automotive enthusiasts, and welcome to Cars Yeah! Today, well, today I'm in a couple places at the same time, the magic of the computer. Uh, I'm in Maryland and I'm in Texas. That's quite a stretch with two a very special returning guests who have decided to collaborate on something that uh, I'd love to share with you. Don Weberg and Eric Amantrastelli. Don, Eric, welcome to Cars Yeah. Do you have it in gear? And are you guys ready to release the clutch? Yes, we do. Thanks for having us back, Mark. Thanks, Mark. Now, uh, I figure with two guys on the show like you, two motorheads, we're at a drag strip. So you're both lining up, getting ready to drop the clutch and watch the Christmas tree change to green. Um, now, what I'm going to do here is this will be a little bit interesting. I'm going to introduce you for people that don't know of you, perhaps. And if you didn't listen to these two guys when they were last on the show, you can go back. In fact, Don is a little bit of a show hog because he uh, will be appearing his third time. Right, Don? That's right. Three times is a charm. There you go. A three-peater, as they say. But first, I'm going to ask each of you kind of a fun, silly question. And I'm going to start with you, Don. What's one little thing that maybe people don't know about you? Oh, uh, I love glass art. Glass art. So you should be out here at the Chihuly Art Museum with me, right? Yeah. Yeah. No, we, we got to visit the Chihuly exhibit at a, a museum out there a couple of years ago. It was fantastic. In fact, that was one of the things my wife and I bonded over. A very strange little story. We were at a swap meet and we both reached for the same piece of glass art at the same time. We weren't even looking. We were just, we saw something and as we're reaching, we looked away. We both grabbed it at the same time. Kind of an interesting little story. It turned out she was a glass art aficionado too. Well, there you go. That works pretty cool. You know, they you guys both know about my uh, my past love with my orange crush. And uh, Michael Allen Ross, the photographer, shot that car over at the Glass Museum. You may have seen that cover and the pictures in Porsche Panorama magazine, maybe? Did. Pretty cool. Yeah, I, that was pretty cool. Now, Eric, how about you? Going to share a little secret? Yeah. So for those that know the acronym AFOL, I am an adult fan of Legos. That's kind of a weird thing to say because I've been playing with them since I was a kid. And more recently, my daughters are of the age where they're very much into Lego. I actually took them to Denmark to Lego headquarters this year, which was pretty cool. Wow. And I've been on a crusade with them to resurrect a lot of these kits that I have from back in the 80s, early 90s and things like that. So missing some pieces here and there. But these aren't just little small Lego kits. These are 24 to 30 inch scale models of full size cars. And so I've got them in my office now going back to 1986, one of the earliest Lego Technic sets. And I've been going back through that and the girls are like, these are like expert builds. This is amazing. And so that's kind of blossomed into a newfound passion that I can share with my daughters, but still keep it car adjacent. Well, that's pretty smart. Lucky you. So we've got one guy into Legos, which are virtually unbreakable, and another guy that is into very breakable. 
<laughs> collectible. So there you go. Well, let me introduce you guys and we're going to dive into this because you're going to do something new here. And I'm really excited to share this with the world. Don Weberg and Eric Amatristelli, say that 10 times fast, have both been in the automobile industry for years. Don launched Garage Style Magazine in 2008 and Eric has been involved in motorsports and automobiles, founding Grand Touring Motorsports in 2014 and his Break Fix podcast, which I was a guest on. Very cool. Both men have teamed up to create an affiliate network with five digital publications and are working towards creating a single company that will house all their businesses entities under one garage roof. The plan includes publishing specialty books and cultivating new clients to help facilitate their marketing and PR needs, providing a multitude of services. Very interesting. We'll be back in just a moment, but first a word from our sponsors. So give them a little love. Buckle up. We'll be right back. Years ago, when it was time to renew my collector car insurance policy, my carrier's rates went up, way up. But my usage was the same, and I never made a claim. I didn't even have a ticket. So what's with that? So I turned to American Collector's Insurance. Has your collector car insurance recently raised your rates for no good reason? Tired of paying an annual membership fee? Then it's time to look around and call American Collector's Insurance. I shopped around. I asked friends for recommendations and found a winner that I can trust. And boy, I'm glad I did. I saved hundreds of dollars every year and slept better at night knowing my baby was properly insured. American Collectors Insurance have been protecting vehicles since 1976. They provided me with an agreed value insurance policy backed by their history of taking great care of their clients. What could be better than that? So give them a call and ask for a quote today. 866-ACI-YEAH. That's 866 224 9324 and protect the ones you love like I did with American Collectors Insurance. Classic car insurance designed by collectors for collectors. For several years now, you've heard me talk about Linkage Magazine. I've been a subscriber since the start. They're talented and creative team brings you a spectacular publication and website that shares the automotive passion from a worldwide perspective. Linkage is about driving, restoring, collecting, and first-hand experience at collector car auctions and more. They bring you real-world values plus rational, experienced opinions on the current markets. They cover the automotive world and the people who share our passions. And Linkage Magazine has grown, mailing you six issues annually. Join me on this journey with Linkage. They're geared for the automotive life. You can subscribe at LinkageMag.com. All right, guys. So before we get into this new entity, I want each of you to just talk a little bit about your backgrounds because it'll set the format for what each of you are bringing to the garage as this collaboration, this new build, as we dive into car world here. And I'm going to start with you, Don. Garage Style Magazine is a publication that I've received and now get online for a long, long time. I met you. I'm not even sure when I met you. It's been so long. I feel like I've known you forever. Let's talk a little bit about your background first, and then we'll dive into Eric talking about what he's doing, and then we'll meld all these things together to create something much cooler than a Frankenstein build, right? Absolutely. So, Don, uh, tell us a little bit about your background. Okay. Uh, yeah, car guy from birth, literally. Both my parents were car people. And so it was in the DNA. They were all about the American iron and drag racing. And I came along and decided it wasn't just about a straight line. It was about anything with wheels. If it looked good, that was what was, what was interesting to me. And it just 
kind of kept going with cars. And uh, then the writing came along. I was constantly reading books as a kid. Uh, didn't matter what the book was, I was probably reading it. And uh, so media became a, a big passion of mine. So in college, uh, as a journalism student, I decided, you know, I, I really wanted to work for the car magazines. So I took an internship at Motor Trend and Truck Trend magazine. Uh, that turned into a bit of a small career for a while until Prime Media was bought by EMAP. I think that's what happened. And uh, all of us basically lost our jobs. So that was that. So I ended up freelancing and uh, meeting all kinds of different collectors and seeing different garages during the freelance pool. And, you know, you slowly realize there's something here. There's something about these garage guys. I mean, yeah, we're all car guys, but we're garage guys. And uh, there are a few things that happened all at once that made it, you know, the aha moment of this is what we need. And that was Garage Style Magazine. And we're, I mean... One of the stories that's the most fun to tell about forming it is one of my editors calls me and says, uh, I need you to go shoot a, a 57 Chevy. Okay, no problem. So he gives me the address. It's in a town called Burbank over in Los Angeles County. So I drive over there. Guy opens up his garage door and he has a complete 50s diner. It looked kind of like, uh, what was that diner on Happy Days? I believe it was called Arnold's Diner. Yeah, the checker floor and, and the little jukebox and, you know, very, very 50s. And smack in the center is this hot red 57 Chevy convertible fuel injection. I mean, the whole nine yards. It's the king of the 57 Chevys. So we bring it out. We take it. We photograph it. Have a great day. And then he starts telling me about his garage and everything he did and all the people he hired and the artists and the contractors and the laborers and just everybody to put it together. And that was that was a lot of fun. The next day, I had an appointment in Pasadena, which was on the other side of L.A. County. And uh, this guy was a uh, the owner of a, a Ferris Bueller Ferrari, as I always call it, except it was black. And I don't know if you've ever seen a black California, but they are absolutely exquisite when they're painted black. But here's the thing. I roll up to this guy's house, and if you know Pasadena, it's filled with old craftsman-style houses. And I roll up to this little craftsman style house you look down the driveway there's this little single car craftsman style garage and you're thinking this can't be the place you know there's no way 250 is living in that garage but you know maybe i'm picking him up and we're going somewhere else so i go knock on the door this guy opens the door uh no kidding pocket protector the glasses are on like kind of sideways i mean this guy he just he looks like a scientist. So I'm thinking, yeah, this is not my Ferrari guy. I say, hi, I'm Don. I'm, I'm here to, to photograph um, uh, a little sports car for a magazine. And the guy says, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, just go around the back and meet me in the back. I'll be darned. It's him. So I go off the porch, walk around down the driveway, and I meet him in the backyard. And he says, um, yeah, the, it's right in that garage. Let me just get the key. And I'm thinking, you're kidding me. you know? So he unlocks it, opens the two little barn doors. And there she is, smack in the middle, you know, her back is out. And no kidding, you know those boxes people use when they get fired? Those little white yeah. boxes <laughs> everybody uses? Yeah. Okay, those are literally stacked all along each side, the left and right side of the Ferrari, and across the top. And I'm thinking, this is earthquake country. 
you know, one good jolt, and this whole thing is coming in on this, you know, at the time it was only, you know, a million-dollar car. And he says, I know, I know, I, I just got through a divorce. I just got through selling my company. I just retired, and, you know, this is the house, and this is all I've got, and blah, blah, blah. So it's okay, well, how do you get it out of here? Because the car was in there so tight, you couldn't open the doors. So I'm thinking, what do you do? Do you crawl over the trunk and get into the car? No, 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 no. Just if you'll help me, grab the bumper and just pull. lean back. Yep. And that's literally how we got the car out of the garage. So, okay. So we take it out. We shoot it. Have a great day. And uh, we get back. And he's he's telling me he really wishes he could, you know, make over his garage and do this, that, and the other. Do you know anybody who might be able to help with that? And I thought, you know, I just met a guy. He's got a 57 Chevy, but he's got a garage that will knock your socks off. Let's call him, see if we can go over there. So, okay. So we call him. And he's more than happy. You know, come on over. I'll show you the garage. I'd be happy to have you over. So much to my very pleasant surprise, I think we're going to jump in my Toyota and just head over there. The guy says, no, put your stuff in the Toyota, lock it up, hop in the Ferrari. Let's let it breathe a little bit. Okay. So, yeah, we got to ride in this Ferrari from <laughs> Pasadena all the way back over to Burbank on the freeway. And that was that was fun. But But I got those two guys together. And I'm just watching, just the fly in the wall, just watching these guys talk and share stories and look at this and look at this and look at this. Next thing you know, business cards are coming out. This is a guy who painted my ceiling. This is a guy who did my floor. This is a guy who did the the jukebox. This is a guy who did this. Next thing you know, all this is coming together. And, and that was part of what started to hit me of this is what's necessary because this guy didn't know where to get his garage stuff. That guy had put it all together, but he had to work for it. He had to go out there and find all these people to put it together. And that was kind of when garage style started percolating and bubbling. And next thing you know, we're going to garage collections to find cars to write for other editors. And then I'll pull the owner aside and say, so I've got a weird request for you. And they'll say, what? And I say, can I shoot your garage? And then you tell them this cockamamie story. I'm going to start a magazine and it's going to be all about garages. And they look at you really funny like yeah okay that'll last five minutes and you know they let you shoot just to shut you up but yeah that was kind of where garage style all, came from it all started <laughs> ferris Bueller's yeah. day off now eric it was yeah. you kind of took a different path i know you're it tech guy by by the day your day job right uh but you started this other entity and you were kind enough to have me on your break fix podcast so how did you get into the world of cars besides playing with Legos? Yeah, so I'm going to do a smoky burnout right through episode 2141 of Cars. Yeah. <laughs> so to skip over some of those gory details and kind of hone in on exactly what you're talking about, Mark, is how IT and cars really became a bridge for me. So in 2141, what I talked about was, you know, my grandfather was a chauffeur. My dad was into racing You know, changing an engine on the weekend was like normal for me. And I thought it was strange that other people didn't do that. But the reality of the situation was when my dad stayed here to go to school, he went and became a developer. He was a mainframe programmer. And so I grew up around not only cars, but Unisys mainframes with, you know, hard drive cabinets the size of industrial refrigerators and processors and big, big printers and all this stuff. And so for me, staring at a green screen at five years old was no different than staring at a 13 millimeter wrench. But 
what my dad kind of pushed me to do was follow in his footsteps as a programmer. And at that time, the web was still being sort of developed by Al Gore or DARPA or whoever (laughs) claims that they came up with it first. But I glommed onto that. I realized, oh, the parsed languages, you know, all these kinds of things. And so I learned a bunch of different languages, not not only assembler so I could program on the mainframes, but these new web languages like HTML and PHP and things like that. But being the crossroads of all this was really the car club that I was involved in as a kid with my dad. And so, you know, the web was new and they were like, we got to get the Porsche Club websites up on the Internet. People need to know about these things in the Audi Club and the BMW Club and all these places. And they were like, we're looking for people that know how to do this. And I'm here I am as a you know preteen teenager going, well, I know how to program in this stuff. I know how to build websites. Like I've been doing this actually for a while in my basement, kind of like the Google thing, right? So people are asking, you know, they're asking for help. So 20 years ago, 1999, 2000, I started grand touring Audi. And what that was, was centralized around the cars I was passionate about because my first car was an Audi Coupe GT. And so I wanted to build my own car club, my own community. I was getting people together. I had a very interesting group of people, especially from the UK, that would come to my forum and we would talk and we would share and, oh, can I get these parts? And can you ship me? And what do you have in America? And all this kind of stuff. And oddly enough, if you look at our first 50 members in the top 20, is Javad Shadzi from O34 Motorsports with his original Audi 80. He was a member of Grand Touring Audi. So that kind of changed hands a couple of times because then I took on responsibilities at Audi. I took on responsibilities at Porsche Club. And so I kind of took that website apart and I pushed it into those other resources. And then later, my dad wanted to resurrect the name because he wanted to resell parts. I said, what about Grand Touring Motorsports? Okay, cool, we'll do that. So that was version two. And then after he passed away came version three in 2014, which stands today. So it's been this whole idea of partnering cars and and technology, but also building community. I've always been about building car clubs and getting information out there, sharing information. Even as a driving instructor, that's part of what fuels me is to share the, the love and passion of driving with other people and to help educate. So that's a long-winded way of painting a, the larger picture of Grand Touring Motorsports and why it stands the way it does. And it's been broken into multiple properties and, and all this kind of thing. But the story of how Don and I got together, I'll leave to Don to tell. Don? Oh, me? Yeah. Yeah, Why, you. why me, Eric? <laughs> okay. Yeah, so once upon a time, Eric was giving a podcast to one of our, our favorite uh, people. He's having a podcast with this gentleman. And this gentleman drops my name, drops Garage Style's name, and Eric jots it down for future reference. And the next thing I know, I'm getting, you know, this text message from uh, one of the ladies I work with who says, uh, do you want to be on a podcast? Well, sure. Why wouldn't I want to be on a podcast? That sounds like fun. So, okay, you know, here's a number. Here's an email. I'll set you up. Okay, great. So it's all set up. And I end up going on the Breakfast podcast. And Eric and I kind of quickly clicked. We just, you know, it was sort of one of those moments where you you sort of realize, yeah, you've kind of just become a fast friend here. And, you know, Mark, you know this, you've known me for a long time off and on. I don't know if you know this or not, but I'm not one of those guys who latches on to people immediately. I'm kind of a standoff kind of guy. I'm very friendly, big friendly Don. 
but there is definitely a wall up there that's like, yeah, you've got to go now. Bye. Eric, I didn't sense that with Eric. It was sort of a, you know, Eric seems like good people, so I was getting along with him. We blasted through his podcast. I think we spent two hours on that thing. It ended up being and, a double uh, episode. Oh, one of those guests. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, we ended, We were talking about Garage Style, talking about where it came from, where it is. And, you know, at, at the moment, it was very interesting because, uh, you know, 2020 was hard on everybody. I don't know anybody who wakes up in the morning and says, man, 2020, what a great Let's year. do that again. Yeah. So for us, it was the same thing. We were all in the same boat and we had a a lot of family situation going on. The magazine was struggling because it was getting more and more and more expensive to print because of supply chain issues with paper and even ink was getting hard to get a hold of. So our printer, bless his heart, he was doing everything he could. And and I'll tell you, every time I uh, sent out for bid uh, to different printers, my old printer always came back with the best bid. So I stayed with that guy because he always had the best price, always had the best service, and he'd been there since day one. So uh, I knew he was doing everything he could, you know, and, and it still just wasn't enough. Plus, on the personal side, with everything going on, we had two senior citizens we were taking care of at home. We were in the process of trying to move to Tennessee. We were in the process of getting rid of stuff. I mean, it, it's just a whole soap opera of what's going on. And it was stressing me out big time. And I, I finally... You know, something had to give. Something's got to break. And we got a print bill. And it wasn't that we couldn't afford it. It was just for the first time in Garage Style's life, we didn't want to afford it. We just didn't want to. So, okay, you know, we'll pay it because the work has already been done. Let's just get this one done. And we're going to rely on our newsletter because that's what we have digitally. That's pretty much free it it you know we get stuff out there it's wonderful and it'll lighten the load a lot so uh that was kind of what was going on shortly before i met eric and then the move happens we ended up moving to texas not tennessee and eric's podcast comes up and i basically tell him you know we're we're trying to go digital and of course i you know i i i, I see a ticonderoga pencil and think man that is the coolest piece of technology ever <laughs> so you know, when it comes to computers, et cetera, I'm kind of a rock. So here's Eric, who is basically a missile when it comes to technology. He just click, 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 click. He just knows it. So I'm looking at him like, I wonder if I could hire him to run this stuff. And apparently he was looking at me for whatever it is I can do and thinking, you know, we, we should come together and, and make things happen. And I thought, yeah, that'd be fun. What are we going to do? So that's kind of how we got together. Go ahead. Well, the funny part of that story is I had very nonchalantly mentioned to Don, I said, you know, I looked at Garage Shell's website to do some research for your show notes and this and that. And I just let it slip. You know, if you need some help with the website, you know, just give me a buzz. We'll, we'll talk about it. A couple weeks go by. I'm on my way with a fellow instructor to Palmer Motorsports Park. We're trailering BMW up there to go race and do all this kind of stuff. And Don calls middle of the afternoon. I'm like, I wonder what he wants. And, you know, a little bit of pleasantries. And he goes, so how serious were you about you know, helping with garage style. And I said, well, what do you mean? He goes, I, I really need a webmaster. I need, we need to overhaul this thing. And I said, okay. And then we'll, you know, when I get back in town after the race, we'll talk and we'll go from there. And I put together a prototype for him and I'll never forget. This is the only time I think Don in his entire life has been completely speechless. And I, and I thought he was <laughs> super angry. And I showed him what garage style looks like today. If you go to garagestylemagazine.com and he just kept staring at it. And then he says, can you, can you scroll a little bit more? I was like, okay, can, can you show me something else? Yeah, okay. 
and then he's quiet again. And, I, and I'm like, and, I, and at this point, I'm, I'm afraid. I'm like, um, yeah. I must have really made you mad. And so what do you think? He's like, I love it. Now what do we do? Yeah. <laughs> right? Having no clue. So it's kind of Beauty and the Beast. Uh, we'll, we'll call it that way, but not that one of you is beautiful, one of you is beastly, or vice versa. But in that case— No, it's okay, Mark. We all know <laughs> I am the gorgeous one. Yes, of course we do. But th- that, the idea here is one has a, a skill set here, one has a skill set here, and it's a blending of those skill sets. So let's talk about this a little bit. Yeah. When you blend these things together, and, and I'll, I'll start with you, Eric— What's the vision here? What's the company premise? Yeah. So initially it was really, let's let's tell the world that Garage Style is still here. It's here to stay. It's completely digital, all the awesome things that it can offer. But on the same token, Grand Touring had morphed into a digital magazine years prior to to GSM. So it was sort of like, let's borrow some things, you know, borrowed blue and new and all those types of cliches and bring it over to GSM. And then we started to realize that Though our worlds are completely disparate, motorsports and collector cars, there's a juxtaposition, right, when you start collecting old race cars. So we have this overlap. We were running in similar circles. We knew similar people. And Don's like, hey, do you want this person to come on the show? And I'm like, Don, I'm not going to say no. So absolutely. So we started even to blur the lines of the show and some of the other things that we were doing and projects we were working on and things that we were helping each other out doing. And then we started to realize, well, I know this person and they have a website and I know that person and they have a website. And it's like, well, why don't we, they're a source of authority for exotic cars and they're a source of authority. They have a national database of events that are going on around the country. If we all link up and we do some mind melding and some sharing, we're running similar platforms and all this kind of stuff. It's not, it's all database magic. So why don't we set up this affiliate network and see how it goes. And I've always subscribed to the idea as a community builder that rising tides lift all ships. So why do I want to compete with my friends if, to your point, uh, Mark, they have a skill set that not necessarily can be leveraged, but can be shared. And so we've we put together these what would be seemingly disparate websites when you go out there, like Exotic Car and CollectorCarGuide.net and GSM and GTM and so on. But there's this awesome... Uh, ecosystem of sharing of information, whether it's auction data, exotic cars, motorsports news, the Break Fix podcast, the GSM articles and the garages and all that kind of stuff. And so now it's become almost this like mega magazine, right? And then from there, that got the attention of other people. They're like, so so what are you guys doing? What? How exactly does this work? So if, if I advertise with one of you, I advertise with all of you. And I'm like, yeah, that's kind of how the family works and, and how we've partnered and how things are going. And so to answer your more direct question, the idea is to put that other under one umbrella. So envision some of the other publication houses that are out there that own major properties. Like, you know, they've got, you know, 17 magazine and on one side in Vogue and they've got Hot Rod over there and they've got something else in, in their portfolio. And so the idea is to do the same thing, but we only specifically cater to the automotive industry or to the auto sphere. So you're not going to find us working on, you know, the local pet store, you know, dental office or that kind of thing. Although, you know, the, those help pay the bills too, but our expertise is in the car world. When you want to talk about carburetors and fuel injection and wheel sizes and all these kinds of things, you come to us, right? We're the guys that can do it. And so that's where we've used our skills to then say, we are specialists. We're subject matter experts in this. Not only can we do publishing, can we do web development? Can we do social media? Can we do all these other things? Our sweet spot is cars. Yeah, that makes sense to me. And Don, have you guys come up with 
an entity name as, as the, <laughs> the I knew I knew this was going <laughs> to take us down a bad path here because I, I have to tell you listeners you know I've talked with these guys before a little bit about this but I had to bring it up do you have an idea like is there going to be like a, you know well, cars and then so so what's the joke around the office Don yeah, well, right now we're working with something called No Name Media because we have uh, no name. None of us can really, none of us can really agree on a name. We all pitch out there. Very, in fact, Eric even said it. He said, you know, rising tides lift all ships. And yeah. we thought about rising tides media. We thought about that, and that's still a contender. It's still out there. There's nothing wrong with it. We thought about autosphere media. We thought about, oh my God. Um, well, may, maybe we ones? don't give away too many unless you've already researched these on Blue Dot or GoDaddy. <laughs> but it, it's funny though. We we keep going back to no name media, which is really really weird. But you know, going back to the marketing background, and Mark, you know a lot about this too. You want something that's very memorable, very recallable to people, and uh, there there is a power in the way certain words are formed. And if you look at no-name media, my God, it rolls right off the tongue. It's got a little comedy to it. Uh, so I don't know. That might be that might be the way we go. For now, we're just acting as affiliates with each other, which has been working very, very well. But we are taking, you know, step by step by step, bringing it all together and forming that one company. I, I always, you know, it's funny because as we go through this, there's a lot of insecurity, I think, both on uh, especially... Eric's in my hand because we are kind of the spearheads for this whole thing. And I keep going back and I, I probably shouldn't. It might be, you know, making more anxiety than not. But I love Richard Branson. And I've been listening to a lot of his discussions and interviews and, and even his little motivational things. And one that always keeps me going is the fact that when he was forming, um, God, I think it was the, the record label. Virgin? He says that he was the one in the room surrounded by a bunch of corporate sharks who knew everything, and he didn't know what gross profit was versus net profit. And he had to ask because he got to know. So even though it brought funny looks from everybody in the room, he had to know, what is this? Well, in a way, that's kind of me and Eric, uh, you know, going at this like, well, what is this or what is this? Well, we got to figure these things out. So we need to get a room full of smarter guys, you know, <laughs> who can kind of fill us in with this stuff. You know, I've got just the group of smarter guys, Cars Yeah listeners. That's right. And there you go. And maybe yeah, we absolutely. have a little fun here. You know, for each of my guests, I have a show notes page and you can go to that page on my website. In this case, the show will be called Don and Eric. And... <laughs> There are a place to put messages down below there. So I would encourage listeners, having learned a little bit about what these guys are doing, and also put contact information so you can reach out. Maybe we have a little contest going here, and people suggest ideas for the umbrella. What do you think? Works for me. Yeah, naming and logos are probably one of the hardest things to do. And obviously, we're getting into a business where we're going to be doing this for other people, but I find that it's actually easier to do for other people than do for yourself, right? It's kind of like naming your kid and you're just like, is that what I want to be? shout out the door when I'm angry? Like, seriously? <laughs> you know? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, I understand. Well, I did, you know, for 11 years before I got into the car world and I became a part of Grio's Garage and helped build that brand, uh, I worked in advertising, marketing and advertising. And I designed lots and lots of logos for people, came up with names and so forth. We didn't have that little thing called Google uh, back then to... Uh, uh, or GoDaddy or Blue Dot or all these different ways to come up with entities. I will say that when I was trying to come up with a name for my podcast, trying to find, and this was 10 years ago, 
a uh, URL that had cars in it that wasn't already taken was very, very difficult. I probably had 100 plus names figured out that I liked every time somebody else had it. A few of them didn't even, weren't doing anything with them. And I tried to reach out and they wouldn't respond. And one guy wanted to see an amount of money. And I'm like, well, I've never even done a podcast. I don't even know if I'm going to make a dime. So I'm not going to pay you, you know, $50,000 for this name. But I would encourage you guys to look at it this way. I always say when you're creating something, come up with your why, W-H-Y, your Simon Sinek why, why you're doing this. And that's one of the last questions I'm going to ask you guys today is the why, because I think that's really important. And out of the why could come the name. I don't know, but I'm going to start with you, Eric. Why? Because as a small business owner, and I think Don shares in this sentiment and a lot of other people listen to this probably do too. There is a level of freedom and autonomy to doing it yourself. But then at the end of the day, the only person that's accountable, responsible, and is doing all the work is you yourself. And sometimes you reach a point where the load becomes too much and you see the weakness in others and the strength in others. And if you can recognize that, embrace it and and work as a team, then you can achieve all sorts of really awesome things. And I think that's what's going on here, especially with these families of sites coming together, Don and I leading the charge on this, is we've recognized what we can achieve together instead of what we're limited in achieving on our own. And to me, that's super important, is that all of these things, whether it's Grand Touring Motorsports, Garage Doll Magazine, Exotic Car Marketplace, et cetera, that they're not blips on a radar, that they've become something bigger in the autosphere and they've left a presence and they've left a memory behind if that's, you know, let's say 20 years from now, but they've made a positive effect and have we've been an agent of change in the automotive industry because it is changing around us, uh, whether we like it or not. So it's important that we be part of it as it changes. So you inspired me for your first name idea here. Uh, I'm sure it's not available, but the word I come up with is tools. (laughs) (laughs) I know. (laughs) But it doesn't quite work, but it could. But it made you laugh. I knew it would. Good one, Mark. Uh, yeah, you like that? Yeah, yeah that's a double entendre. Yeah, you know, I know. Uh, delving into my old psychology training here, Mark, I want you to think more about how you really think <laughs> about me and Eric. You know, coming up with a name like Tools, I want us to examine that. You know, let, let's let's go back a little. Well, and, see, this and is talk, a, this know? is a work in progress. So this is the you know this, this is the creative thing. So Don, <laughs> hey, you tool. Oh no, not me. <laughs> <laughs> Go back to Eric. <laughs> yeah, go back. To, why collaborate with someone else? Well, again, you know, uh, here we go. <laughs> yeah, don't worry. This is only a you know half hour show, which we're we're at about thirty five minutes now. So, <laughs> let me tell you why. Um, By the way, this yeah, is you know, this is not the, scotch I'm drinking. This is iced tea, just so you know. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. I I, I have my uh, my you know Coke. So. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> you know, we DeLorean people, we drink Coke. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. You love DeLoreans. So the why? That's right. Okay, so why? Together, everyone achieves more. T E A M. Team. I was never a sports aficionado. Never. My whole family is very athletic. They've all, I mean, two or three of them were literally being recruited for the Olympics. I mean, these people are something else. And, you know, I come along and my father's all proud. Yes, the first male Weberg, you know, and... I have no idea what to do with a football, a baseball, a pole vault, none of it. I, I have no clue what to do with that stuff. But I can read Shakespeare at seven years old. I mean, figure that out. So my dad didn't know what to do with me. He, you know, whatever. So, but 
when I was working at Blockbuster, one of the big shop managers came in and he threw that at me. Together, everyone achieves more. It just always stuck with me. Garage style, speaking selfishly, has hit that moment with me where, you know, if you think of yourself as a balloon, if you blow it up anymore, I'm going to pop. That's it. We're just maxed out. There's just nothing else I can do. There's nothing left. We've been through the ups and the downs. We've hit the IRS. We've hit the bankruptcy. We've hit, you know, everything. And yeah, it had to go digital. And I wasn't quite sure how to, you know, get the people who were already helping me to go that much further with me. I think they were also at that point of the balloon. And then along comes Eric. And Eric knows how to do this stuff. Click, click, click. I mean, without even thinking about it, he's putting it together. And we realized, yeah, like, I mean, we made a joke of it. You know, the brands that we're talking about here are a lot like the Audi emblem. You know, you have your circle and it overlaps a little bit with that other circle. But there's not so much overlap that there's pure competition. We don't really compete with one another at all. In fact, if anything, we enhance one another. And I, I think that speaks volumes. And as Eric said... The autosphere is always changing. It is just constantly going through something, going through something. And it's going a lot faster for some reason. I don't know if it's the dawn of the electric car or, uh, you know, new collectors who are following, you know, arguably in Jay Leno's footsteps, who, you know, he was really one of the first ones to step up and say, just drive it. You know, who cares what it's worth? Just get out there and drive it and enjoy it. Because, you know, when you're when you're in the box in the ground, what kind of story do you have to tell? Oh, do you know how many times I polished that fender? Nobody cares how many times you polished it. They care about when you drove it down Highway 1 or you drove it through that sandstorm on the way to the show in Phoenix and you were all nervous because you went through the sandstorm. And I think a lot of people, especially younger people, yeah, that's how they feel. They get a car, they want to enjoy it. They don't want to just sit there and look at it. So as such, we need to be a, mo a media company that's going to be able to move with that. That's going to be able to morph with that. And yeah, you know what? Eric on his own, he's doing fine. Me on my own, I'm doing okay. All the other guys that we're teaming up with, they're doing okay too. But we all realize together, everyone is going to achieve more. Well, what is more? You know, what's the ultimate end game, I think, is really what I get into. And is it one of those things where we build up a nice, solid media brand? You know, Eric's daughters want to come in and work with us. My daughter wants to come in and work with us. Who knows where it's going to go? You know, I, I think why there are so many ways you can answer that question. And I know, I'm sure, Mark, I'm frustrating the hell out of you because where you're a Porsche 911, I'm very much more now for Romeo. So it's, you know, it's... It, <laughs> There's the You're going to have a very different philosophy of looking at things here. So I don't know. Did that kind of answer your question? Oh, sure. Eric yeah. was a lot more eloquent about it than I was. Well, you, you, know? you inspired me again with the visual, because I'm a visual guy, the Audi emblem with the overlapping circles. So since you mm -hmm. are Eric and you are Don, ED, your company could be called ED. Because, you know, we all... Oh, wait a minute. <laughs> what is it with this guy? Wait a minute. <laughs> Why don't we just call it blue pill and get it over with? <laughs> Tools and ED. Okay, bad. Okay. Maybe you need to hire someone else to help you with the name. And that's well, you why. Did, <laughs> you did stumble upon a code term we had internally. Originally, when we, we called it four rings for that very analogy, for that very symbolism. Yeah. But we were like, eh, that's a little too cliche. It needs, you know, it needs to, Don kept saying it needs to come off the tongue better. It needs to sound better. Well, again. Now, now wait a minute. You know, if, if, you take, if you take both of Mark's seemingly weird ideas and you put them together, you have tooled, which <laughs> is not 
too bad. I mean, it's tooled up. Yeah, tooled, tooled up media. Up. Well, see, this is how the creative oh, process works. Yeah, Eric's just covering his face. So again, <laughs> you Cars Yeah listeners out there, you're all very smart. You're all dialed in to the car world. So we'd love to have you uh, go to the website, type in some ideas for these guys, or reach out to them because I think collaboratively we'll come up with something here for you guys. So. Uh, We'll just kind of leave it at that. Before I let you guys go today, is there anything else that you would like to share with the listeners about what we could see as the first collaborations? Or you want to leave that for when the name is created, the website and all of that? Well, I'll take a minute to promote one of our newest clients. Uh, If anybody's interested in checking out, probably one of the most interesting new startups that uh, is U.S.-based out of Georgia. It's ESE Carbon Wheels. They're at www.esecarbon.com. And so Don and I are working with them every day to really get the message out there. These are one-piece carbon wheels made in the USA. It's a key differentiator from a lot of other companies that are out there. They're designed for a lot of German cars, a lot of in their upcoming Italian cars. But originally, they were designed to reduce rotating mass save weight, improve efficiency and braking and performance, things like that. For of all vehicles, the Teslas, the Model S's and the Model 3's. And so they've been involved with Electrify Expo and a lot of other organizations. And so we're, we've been working with them to help them out, get their name out there. And so people can learn more about them at ESCCarbon.com. Will they be at SEMA? I believe so, yes. You know, I just had RJ DeVera, who's the Vice President of Marketing for SEMA, on the Cars Yeah podcast yesterday. So you can listen and learn a lot more about that magnificent show that's coming up. So, Don, based on what Eric said about collaborating and working and supporting clients, how else are you dovetailing those folks into all the different things that you guys are doing? Well, one way we're doing it, Mark, is, uh, and and Eric touched on this, but uh, the advertising approach, the promotional approach that we can offer with all of our different affiliate brands, you know, instead of just going to Garage Dial or Grand Touring, you have a multitude of them with the exotic car, the collector car, et cetera. So we can really bring clients a lot of value there. So when you come to us and you say, we want you to do our website, we want you to do our advertising, we want you to do our promotional printed material, et cetera, we can also set you up with a promotional package on the other side of the house with the magazines or rather the websites uh, that we can put you out there with the social media. So you're getting a lot more than just, okay, here's your website. Now, now we're going to take your website and we're going to get it out there in a multitude of different ways. Now we're going to take all your social media and because we're already so heavily versed with the social media because Google is already so familiar with all of our brand. We have good numbers. Your numbers are going to be good too. They're just going to kite right off of ours, which is terrific. So I think we bring that to clients a lot. So we are definitely looking for clients who need help getting some marketing done. Yeah, I love it. I think it's a great idea. And not only that, one of the things we've also introduced and leveraged is our Discord in the ability to bring our clients into that and hear from people on the street directly because Discord is more of that conversational style than a Facebook or social media post where you just throw it out there and somebody gives you a heart or a thumbs up or and you have no reaction. This way, you throw something out there and people say, well, I like that. I want to learn more. Or maybe I don't like that. And if they don't like it, then you can get that immediate feedback. You can have that direct message with a potential client or with an existing customer or whatever. So we're still building community and we're doing that through our discord and that's available through both our websites. It actually goes to the same place. And then we also bring in 
information from all of these different parts of the autosphere that we're tied into. So now you've got this direct line right to the vein of information to fellow petrol heads that want to absorb it, that want to be engaged with it. So that's been an interesting spin on, you know, engaging the base as, as well as the clients themselves. Brilliant. I love it. I think it's great. You know, back to the tools name. I got another idea for you. T-W-O-L-Z. Because the word tool is taken probably... Okay, I'll stop. Never mind. (laughs) (laughs) How can people reach out to each of you guys individually? Sure. Well, for me personally, you can go to gtmotorsports.org. That's G as in grand, T as in touring, motorsports with an S.org. Obviously, you can follow us on Break Fix Podcast. You can search that pretty much everywhere good podcasts are found and even rubbish ones too by searching for brake fix grand touring or vehicle enthusiast that's the quickest way to find it and then we have other subsequent properties and publications that go along with that but everything stems off the gtmotorsports.org website and then on social media it's at grand touring motorsports everywhere to include threads now so we're we're everywhere you want us to be that's very cool and Kent, how can we find don tucked away there in texas I think it's best just call Eric and tell him you want to talk to me. That's the best. You know? yeah. He'll get the oh, message over. I see. You know? See this already, the delegation. <laughs> He's already made you his secretary, his assistant. Yeah. Uh, well, I'll follow that up by saying it's pretty easy to remember, too, because it's garagestylemagazine.com. And on social, it's at garagestylemagazine. And Don frequently co-hosts on Break Fix. So he brings in folks from all over the collector car side of the world to the show. And we collaborate on some other really interesting topics lately. He's also a guest panelist on our What Should I Buy series and, and a lot of other things. And be on the lookout for our upcoming holiday shopping guide, which is a collaborative uh, project between Garage Style and Grand Touring because we both independently put out our recommended wish list for our loved ones to buy for us every year. So we're doing that together and lots of other fun things, you know, between our websites and social media and whatnot. But again, doesn't matter which one you go to, you'll find either of us and you'll also find our partners, Exotic Car Marketplace and CollectorCarGuide.net. Oh, absolutely. And again, uh, all you listeners know, you can come to the Cars yeah website, find all my guests, including these two characters, these two tools. <laughs> <laughs> I still think tools is not. We got something going here. I think we can, you know, maybe it's T-O-O-L-Z, tools. It's a ratchet and spanner. Yeah. <laughs> yeah right. Well, I think we had click How and clack. How about T-U-L-E? Yeah, well, again, listeners, we need your help. So, uh, yeah, because maybe my uh, marketing days are behind me when it comes to great ideas. (laughs) I don't know. You guys, this has been really fun to catch up with you, and I wish you both the best of luck, the best wishes. I have no doubt this is going to be a success because when you bring two smart brains together, you create one giant brain. So there's another name, the giant brain. We'll just keep it going. The giant brain. (laughs) I can see the graphic now. You guys are wonderful. I can't thank you enough for coming back on the show and spending some time with me today. Always fun. As you can tell, to catch up Eric and Don, you guys, until next time we talk, I'll see you two down the road. Thanks, Mark. Thanks, Mark. Awesome, guys. I think we had some fun. Today's vehicles are essentially computers on wheels, and it takes more than a wrench and oil to keep them humming. That's why Cars Yeah! supports TechForce Foundation, a nonprofit dedicated to driving tomorrow's workforce of skilled technicians forward. 
Techs keep our cars, trucks, airplanes, and fleets rolling. Yet there's a massive tech shortage because many young people don't know it's no longer a blue-collar job. Today, it's a new-collar career. It involves computers, technology. It's in high demand. You get paid really well. And you can live and work anywhere in the country. I know you're passionate about cars, trucks, and motorcycles. And you can help pass that passion on to the next generation of techs so our rides keep rolling down the road. Visit techforce.org today and learn how. Thank you so much for joining us on today's ride here at Cars Yeah. Drive on over to CarsYeah.com to find show notes and inspiring automotive fun. Download your free copy of Filler Up, a fun book filled with gorgeous photographs of fuel filler fun, including quotes from more inspiring automotive enthusiasts. Download your copy today and we'll see you next time on Cars Yeah. Yeah.